Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, Elso. And your girl, Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode. Another one. And before we get into today's show, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and click that notification bell so you know when I go live for Rocky's reactions. Yes. Which I will be reacting to videos on YouTube, so make sure you check those out. Yes. Um, other church announcements before we start the, the episode? I think that was pretty much it. Oh, new music coming out this week. Uh, Peace to You, a very calming song out on all streaming platforms. Make sure y'all check that out. Look under Oh So Smart. That's O-S-O. Uh, O-S-O-S-M-A-R-T-T. Almost messed up all my damn name. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Let's, let's get into the show. That's it for me. All right, so today's show is I Am Not Settling, Single and Happy. Hmm. So, you know, we've done a lot of dating, a lot of relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, episodes, but we haven't really done an episode dedicated to just being single. That's true. That is true. You know? I think we talked, like, around some of the topics that we might be touching on today, but we never really went in-depth with this concept yeah. uh so this is our opportunity to do that and maybe you know put towards the audience some questions that maybe you haven't heard before because of uh the circle that you're around or maybe your perspective just hasn't been challenged in in certain ways so that's what this podcast is about like yeah asking those tough questions maybe those uncomfortable questions mm-hmm. but the questions that are meant to provide growth exactly Especially in terms of self-awareness. Right, right. Yes. They they ain't always pretty. (laughs) Yeah, nah. Growth is not. (laughs) But all right, so we're going to start off with our two sides of the same coin segment. Remember, that's when we flip a coin. Whoever gets the the coin toss or wins the coin toss answers the question first. And then however many wins you get on the two sides segment, that person answers first in our either or segment. So let's get to it. You want to call? I'll call today. Uh, which one is heads? Let's, let's, let's clear this up right now. All right. We're using the Costa Rican <laughs> coin today. If you didn't know this, uh, well, it says Costa Rica. So I went to Costa Rica, y'all. <laughs> but all right. Um, So the 100 is tails. All right. We keep it in 100. All right. <laughs> Wait, you didn't call it. You keep it in 100. That's okay. What I call it. <laughs> you go. Okay. All right, so the first, ooh, the first question is, why do people assume romantic love or life partnership is a guarantee? Mm. Sit with that. Why do people assume that that's a guarantee? Hmm. 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 So I thought about it. <laughs> um... And you know, it's, it's hard as a therapist. It's really hard when, especially my uh, young women, our clients are struggling in the romantic love, romantic relationship department. And I really want to say to them, like, 
I, I don't know, bruh. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, one, why do you assume that your person or people, because <laughs> not trying to be mononormative up in here, um, are where you live? Like, there's 7 billion mm. people on the planet, seven continents. Like, why do you assume that, where you, that they are where you live? Why do you assume that? Like, also was in Jersey when I was in San Diego. So, <laughs> you know. Shout out to all my homies from Jersey. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, yeah, so like, why do, you, why do you assume that? Also, why do you assume that you're going to find your person or people within your desired time frame? Okay. So, usually people want marriage um, or someone to build a life with earlier. Usually prior to 30, if not in your 30s. Mm. So again, why do you think that person or people out of 7 billion people on the planet is going to come to you within that specific time frame? Why do you think that's guaranteed for everybody? Like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and for that example, like my mom and my dad were married for 35 years. They are now divorced. And my mom met her current boyfriend later in life. Cause what's she, she in her late sixties. No, not late 60s. I shouldn't say that on my mama. How old is she? I forgot, y'all. But anyways. She's in her 60s. Yeah. Just say that. Don't go late. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't go late, early, she in, her in 60s. between. Just she in her 60s. 60s. But her, your bases. <laughs> her partner is, I think, seven years older than her. And they actually oh, used right. to play or live down the street from each other as kids, but they never knew each other. So like, and he's divorced too. He has children. So it wasn't until later in life that they found each other. One, huh. and two, that the timing actually worked to their benefit, and they're very happy. It's a healthy relationship. But yeah, that didn't happen. You know, when my mom was eighteen and was with my dad, like that was a different dynamic. So, so that's what my my question to you is: is like with specific to location and time, why do you think it's guaranteed to be on your side? Be within what you desire. Uh, like Disney princesses fed us that fantasy that hard. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. But all right. So, so, so what do you, what do you think? Oh, so why do people assume romantic love and life partnership is a guarantee? Disney. Next question. It really does <laughs> up, y'all. Like, mind you, most of the Disney princesses were in the nineties. Like, that's a whole generation of women just fucked up. <laughs> and y'all used to watch some things repeatedly. Religiously. I mean, like, with, with your niece. We were just looking at nail polishes with all the Disney princesses. And I was thinking, oh, hell. <laughs> Jeez. And it captured a whole generation, and they're working on the next. I know. Like, I don't want our daughters, especially, to watch the earlier Disney princesses. Um, Elsa and Anna with Frozen, they can watch, uh, Merida and Brave, they can watch Mulan, I think is cool, but like some of them fire. where their sole purpose not or the live their, action. Ooh, Moana is great because there's not even a hint of romantic interest. I love it. It's just her own individual journey and within her culture, her people. I love it. But, uh, but yeah, some of them, it's like the whole point is to find a man and it's like, nah, bruh, we need to understand that there are other life goals that not everybody wants marriage that not every woman wants kids i'm sorry i'm still going what, i noticed what, what was <laughs> my bad I, I feel passionate <laughs> it's all good um yeah disney i still my final answer <laughs> <laughs> See, 
I'll elaborate. I'll elaborate. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. Um, but uh, it really comes down to your perception growing up, though. So I say Disney, but I mean that as an overarching what label for what you were taught when mm-hmm. you were younger. Okay. And since a lot of us, going off what you said, um, who were born in the 90s, late, um, late 80s, uh, millennials, uh, yeah. millennials, mm-hmm. uh, we definitely grew up having those messages kind of like fed to us and accepted them readily without questioning any yeah. of the validity of them, you know, and that, that wasn't a thing because, you know, it's supposed to be magical and, and uh, yeah. fairy tale. We were like, this stuff. is what's supposed to happen. Right. <laughs> no. So it kind of recalibrated our expectations from a young age. Mm. And I experienced it too, like mm. even as a man, like because I wanted to be a good husband, I thought mm. that would mean like, like treating my woman like a queen in a sense, but more so in a like, I'm a peasant. <laughs> That's not the way it goes. You know oh. what I mean? Hold on. Alarm. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I got this shit quick. <laughs> Back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just comes down to that mentality when you're younger because that stuff gets engraved mm-hmm. into your perception and then you have to kind of deconstruct that yeah. going forward. So I think the real reason why people put um partnership in and think it's a guaranteed is because they look at the end of every movie or fairy tale with the happily ever after and they assume like mm-hmm. i want to be happy mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. you know what i mean so well, and then that is what equals happily right exactly after. so if i got to ever the happily after. ever after what was the before that made me get to that mm-hmm. and they think of that as prince charming mm-hmm. or whomever mm-hmm. and then they reverse engineer their life that way so it's like i now I got to get the man, and then I'll be happy instead of finding happiness and then trying to get the man or, or partner, whoever it might be. Yeah. So that's that's the reason why I think. It's, it's, it's your perception early on. This is why I think parents out there, anybody listening, it's really crucial what you initially, um, how your child initially receives information because that could be the building block from which they see and perceive whole categories of things, you know. I mean, think how much relationships, all types of relationships impact our lives, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, family, work relationships, community, like children, like how relationships are the foundation of our lives. So the fact that we don't get taught anything about them, like intentionally, especially healthy and happy dynamics, you know, it's just, it's wild. All right, are we ready for the next one? Let's do it. Okay. Just make sure my alarm will come back on. Cool. All right. I'm going to call Tails. Got it. Damn, two for two. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is your value as a single person in today's dating marketplace? Damn. So, <laughs> obviously, I'm not single. <laughs> I'm available, but I am not single. <laughs> Polyamory. <laughs> but, um, okay, so I kind of want to break down the dating marketplace first before I answer that. Do tell. 
So the dating marketplace for me is a term I heard within Kevin Samuels, y'all. Yes. yes. Stay with us. Keep an open mind. I know Somebody just clipped off just now. What? Kevin Samuels? <laughs> I know. Oh, no. I know. But since anyone but that, I'm able to listen <laughs> and reflect. <clears throat> I can hear more. The hysteria be real. Of what he's saying. <laughs> so the dating marketplace is basically. Yeah, your value in dating. So it's not what you want in a partner necessarily. It's how people are choosing partners. Exactly. Right? So like, you know, I'm a woman, so I had this whole list, thanks to Disney. And, uh, you know, also through trial and error and relationships, learn some things. Um, So I had this whole list. That wasn't who I was as a partner though that was me plucking this imaginary person and connecting them to myself it wasn't who am I as a partner and why would they choose me and I think a lot of people don't sit with that question and I just asked a client the other day I was like uh what would make you a good partner and she was like oh I wouldn't be I'm a terrible partner she had no desire to grow within that but if you do, like, you need to take some time and self-assess. Uh, self-assess. So when we got together, I did not answer that question. Mm-hmm. I sure didn't, and I apologize. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know to ask that question, okay? So throughout our relationship and our partnership, that's when I figured out, oh, I need to emotionally regulate. I need to healthy, uh, healthily emotionally express um as well as communicate more effectively. Conflict resolution was a huge one. It was just a lot of things about relationships that I never learned, especially because my parents' relationships were, were relationship was unhealthy. Mm. So it was like, oh shit, I need to become a better partner in this relationship. Whereas you said like your desire was to be a good husband. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think like and again this goes back to what episode was that? You know I don't know. Damn. I just be talking just and did. plugging out these episodes and editing, and I can't keep track. So. We were just, I know, <laughs> we, we got a lot, y'all. Check them out. Um, we just, maybe a world out of balance? I don't know. We were just talking about it, um, where it was like, I forgot my point. <laughs> but, yes, uh, as far as, like, me desiring to be a good wife, that wasn't really in my awareness just because I simplified what that meant. And I think we've talked about it in one of those episodes. It was like, okay, a good wife means yeah. that I can cook, it's I can clean, I can take care of the children. Like, yeah, the bare minimum shit. But it was like a generalization for all men. It wasn't specific to you. It wasn't mm-hmm. specific to any partner. It was... Just like, I guess that's it. So I don't have to dig deeper. I don't have to question anything more. I don't have to say, who do I want to be as a wife? Who do I want to be as a partner? You know? So I think I have a a higher value now because I've done so much work. And believe me, it's still in the process of working because this shit is difficult to change your (laughs) habits. Okay? I'm trying, baby. I'm trying. Um... So, yeah, I have a higher value now in the dating marketplace than I did when we started Mm -hmm. our relationship. But I still have some time to go, which is also why I'm, like, I need to 
make sure that I've got this stuff on autopilot um, before I really commit to somebody else because one, that's not fair to them. It's also not fair to you that I'm just like, well, you know, it takes time and I'm just like, no, it's, it's, it takes intentionality and it's hard. It's hard as hell to change your dynamics with communication, conflict, listening like that. Those are skills. Okay. Mm-hmm. So because now I'm aware of questioning who I want to be as a partner, as well as what does that other person want in a partner, as well as learning skills within healthy relationships, I have a lot higher value in the dating marketplace than I would have before. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. What say you? I'm going to repeat the question. Okay. What is your value as a single person in today's dating marketplace? Okay, so again... I'm not single. I'm committed. I'm in a committed uh, polyamorous relationship, which means if any woman is approaching me, or and I do encourage that, ladies do approach yes. me. Yes, check shoot out our episode. Shot. Shoot your shot, or ladies shoot your shot. Something yeah, that. ladies shoot your shot. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, shoot your shot. Uh, but even if that's not the case, and I shoot my shot, it's it's coming from the place of availability. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, like I am available and open for a relationship or connection. Mm-hmm. Caveat out the way. Let's answer the question. Yes. All right. If I was out here single in these streets, <laughs> boy, my stock would be rising like a motherfucker. Yeah. I already know. I'm a prize out here, dog. Okay. So why is you a prize? Why is my prize? Because of, Honestly, the number one thing is is my personality. I'm not gonna lie. I like I have a personality that's positive, that's supportive, and just uplifting. Like most people who meet me get along with me, and if they don't, they want to get along with me, which creates a <laughs> dynamic where I'm like, all right, fall back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's those. That's honestly most of the problems I've had isn't because of someone hating me, but more hating my boundaries or access to not getting access to me that's really most of my conflicts throughout relationships so it shows that i've worked on my personality some of that's just i was born in a healthy happy home and i'm like oh great blessings but i've worked on it as well i've worked to be a good listener to try to pay attention to people when they talk to give them feedback when they talk whenever somebody you know says something to me they can usually tell i'm listening i barely have my phone like when i'm talking to people or doing anything because I like paying attention to them. Um, so those are just some of like the basic things from personality. Then you go to more tangible things. Oh, I would also add to personality his charm. Ooh, girl. You know, <laughs> here, we doing stuff. I'm also humble, you know. <laughs> uh, just kidding, y'all. But um, other things like, um, and this is something I'm growing in, so this is probably my weakest area. It's finances, but it's something that, I think even if you're a woman like listening or watching right now, you can tell the difference between a man who's getting his stuff together or is almost like about to, you know, take off. Yeah, about to take off versus somebody who has like no potential. We're talking Lawrence first season (laughs) of of insecure. Not even up and looking for a job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think y'all can tell. I'm I'm definitely on, um, not on the latter side, but um. Like that, the side of actually, I don't. I forgot which side it was, so I don't know if I'm using it right. <laughs> but the side of actually getting up and and be and getting at it and, and working for 
a brighter future for myself and my partner and our potential family. So that's another thing. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Then you come down to like stuff that some women don't even expect or, or um, factor in. Like I can cook. So good, yes. y'all. Um, when it comes to cleaning, I'm okay. I'm not great. Uh, but again, some women don't even yeah, have that as an expectation. That, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like these are bonuses in the, in the in the minds of a lot of women. Anyway, he could cook and clean. You got clean a lot. Just clean some. Oh my god, he clean. That's that's the response a lot of women have. Um, laundry. I do my own damn laundry. I wouldn't want you to do my laundry. <laughs> like I don't like that anyway. It's not changing. <laughs> I, don't, I never got that one. Like do my own damn laundry. Uh, that's just me. Fellas out there, y'all do your thing. Um, what else? I'm missing a whole bunch of things, but like I, I, I also intelligence, um, work ethic, responsibility, uh, protection. Like anybody who I'm with, I would literally, I would literally die for. Like anybody who I'm with, because I care about you that much. Now, if we're at the beginning stage of getting to know each other, hell no. If something's going down, you might get pushed in the way. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking. I would never do such a thing. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't necessarily like risk my life just because we were dating and I'm getting to know you. Like, especially if you're the one who caused something. Like we talked about that before. Some women who get into altercations. Um, oh yeah, my man go back me. Yeah. Up. Wait, what? <laughs> we just started dating. What? And you caused this? Bitch, I don't know you. And that's the thing. <laughs> if anybody I'm dating, I'm going to be like, why would you cause a situation that would put me in harm? Mm-hmm. That means you ain't looking out for me, but I'm supposed to look out for you? When the shit go down? Mm-hmm. That's not something I want to be with anyway. Um, so all those things, I think my value would be really high in the marketplace. But those are from my perspectives. In the actual dating marketplace, right now as it stands, my stock ain't that high. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the money right now. In terms of looks, I think I look good. I think I look better than the average guy walking around, depending on when my hair is done and my beard's together. Right now, that ain't the case. <laughs> so again, there's that. Resources and money. Yeah. yeah, but then there's that. But these are all just reality. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just keeping it real with the audience, keeping it real with myself. I, I can do say, this objectively easily yeah. because I know I can level up at any time and put and in the work. <laughs> you also don't have a car. I don't have a car. So that would be a strike. That, I'm saying, like, I got plenty of strikes against me. Mm-hmm. And that's why in my situation, like, the dating, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to focus on those. You'd have to literally see, like, oh, this dude's about to. You just have to know what I'm doing, basically. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, right now, I would say in the dating marketplace, like, from 1 to 10, mm-hmm. I'm at the, like, 6 range right now. Okay. I would say I'm at the 6 range because, you know, Overall, appearance is okay, but I'm not grooming myself fully. We in quarantine, all that. Hopefully, not for long. <laughs> and I can go to the barbershop, do the, my regular routines and all that other stuff. Um, when it comes to money, money is, we're in a pandemic, although my money is actually growing and I'm actually stacking at this point because I'm blessed to be in a career where that's happening. So that's growing. But at the, at the moment, your boy, if a $500 emergency happened, woo! We, I, I'd be in trouble. You know what I mean? I'd be in trouble. I would have some support here and there. I'd have some funds. I'd move some stuff around, but I would be in trouble. So I want to get out of that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else would a lot of women value when it comes to that protection? Just physically wise. Like, I haven't been back into the gym. I only just got back into the gym. Again, quarantine. So 
I don't think that's a really big deal. Most women feel safe around me. If you don't, then, His you know. hugs are great. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I talked about, like, if we were serious, that you, even if something does go down, I would sacrifice myself. He'd be, one, hypervigilance. He grew up in Newark. But, yeah. um, but two, like, he'd be peeping shit. That, you've definitely grown my vigilance because I was... I grew up around white people, so I was not peeping nothing. Be even more vigilant. <laughs> nah, 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 I wouldn't worry about them. But anyways. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I was saying. And overall, yeah. I would be a six, I would say. Based on all those things, I would be like a six in the and single And it definitely, you know, when we talk about the dating marketplace, a lot of times we're talking about modern women versus traditional men. That's usually, you know, what the context is. Mm-hmm. But if you have values outside of that, like I don't value money like that. So... I've known you since 2016. That's never been an issue. Yeah. Like, it's more so like, I one, we're in the same field. So I know your process because it's the same as my process. So right. I know the money is coming. You know the money right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it's just like, it's a matter of time. I'm okay being in this process with right. you. Um, but, yeah, I also, like, I'm not a big luxury person. So, mm. like, I, some women really want that and want to be financially taken care of. Yes. And it's like, I don't, I don't want that. So, it, it definitely depends on your values. And, and that's why mm. I chose a partner who also had similar values because, you know, I wanted to align in that way. So, it, it definitely depends on who, who you're looking for, what values that is based on, and if you align with someone who shares those same values. Like, the marketplace is very broad in including that, mm. but culturally, the marketplace is very shallow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, next one. Let's get to it. Okay. Um, my calling is that? Yeah. yeah uh, heads. I'm calling heads. Dang, I am not winning anything for nah, this. <laughs> that means I go for the next up. round. Ay, cleaned up ay, this time. Ay. All right. All right, well, all that. So the last <laughs> I'm question. I'm hating. Uh, nah, I need to hate real quick. Hold on. I need to hate. Give me a minute. Hold on, audience. I don't like that. Nope. Nope. That's why I got to find something. I got, that's why your shirt is black. <laughs> and this is uh, the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, because last year, 2020, was the 50th anniversary. And I believe by the time this gets out, it will be Earth Day. Maybe. Oh, nice. Um. So celebrate Earth Day. Get out. She enjoy always nature. coordinates our outfits and all that. I wear whatever I feel like wearing in my closet. Uh. So today I I'm wearing. I think about it. The the concert shirt that we went to. Yeah. The Nas and Lauren Hill concert. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm wearing my Nas joint. My favorite rapper Nas. And a yes, Nas. You yes. know what it is. Um. But yes, make sure you go out, spend some time in the sun, feel the breeze. See if you can get by water and just appreciate nature. Appreciate Mother Earth. Because we definitely saw that she can live without us. So. <laughs> might be living it Thriving, up. Thriving, you know? <laughs> but all right, let's get back to it. <laughs> all right, so the last question of our two sides of the same coin segment is, why are romantic relationships put on a pedestal? Oh, I go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little evil laugh there. Um, <laughs> I'll see what I gotta go through. <laughs> Alright, so I think this goes back to Disney. Damn Disney. <laughs> Damn you, Walt you Disney! <laughs> but I also think prior to Disney, historically, romantic relationships has been placed on a pedestal. If you think about marriage, like, the benefits afforded in marriage are only afforded to those couples. 
So people that aren't married aren't afforded those benefits. So it's literally financially, medically, legally giving you more, (laughs) you know, than single individuals. So from that dynamic, it's going to automatically be put on a pedestal, right? right? And then you have, of course, religion making it like this is the most desired type of relationship. But I also think we just don't have any just value in friendships, um, in community relationships. Like it's, it's really about the, the, the romantic relationship. And, um, yeah, I I would say that's the why, but, uh, check out our lovers and friends episode where we go into this a little bit more as far as valuing friendships. But, but yeah, like, just because it is put on a pedestal doesn't mean it needs to be. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you said that, it made me think of like what you mentioned on the last question, I think, uh, where you were just saying that's why you picked me, somebody similar with similar values. So mm-hmm. the, va- the, the dating marketplace is its own thing, but within that are subcategories of your own values. So if you don't value money that high, then that means... In your perception, the person who has a higher value in intelligence has a higher score. So that's what it's really about. Like the marketplace is the overall marketplace that dictates everything. Just like right now, you know, there's a whole bunch of oil, and that's what's dictating the marketplace. But soon it will be electric. Renewable energy, renewable energy, right? Earth Day. So it's all about like what people (laughs) value, and then the overall environment that we're in. But no matter what, you can choose to buy a Tesla right now. You don't have to buy a, a gas car, mm-hmm. gas-powered car. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you had the decision. You get to decide what your value is. Mm-hmm. And then if more people value the same thing, going with my Tesla example, the higher that stock raises. So the more people want those things, which is why we tell people to understand their values and their standards, and then that will shape what the marketplace is. So if you're complaining about, like, Oh, all these men don't do this, this, and that. And it's like, but you keep choosing those men. Their stock is up all the way up here. So why would they change? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this whole choosing people who don't want you, like that's yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> so equally yoked, whatever you want to call it, that's yeah. like on the same page, mm-hmm. tapped in, aligned. That's how I like to say. <laughs> uh, you need that. And that's what you should be searching for first and foremost when it comes to relationships. Um, but let me see, what's the, what's the, like the original question? Because that was just based off of what you mm-hmm. said last. Why are romantic relationships put on a pedestal? Oh, yeah. Goddamn Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to elaborate, I think it kind of goes back to that first perception that we talked about on, uh, on that first question. The same way that we kind of think that romantic relationships guarantee that happy ever uh, after after, Mm -hmm. uh, ending. Mm -hmm. We also put them on a pedestal because we think that's the only way to get that happiness and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. So once it's up there, it's really hard to knock it down because that would have to shatter a whole bunch of other things that you've been thinking about and your way of looking at those things. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of why we like doing it. Because <laughs> if we can deconstruct the way that we think, mm-hmm. we can piece 
together the parts that we actually want and then throw away the parts that no longer serve us. And a lot of us are holding on to mentalities, especially when it comes to dating, that are not serving us. I'm talking to you, whoever that is, in the camera, who I'm looking at, or who's listening. You need to switch it up. You need to use the information and take the lessons from those who have come before you or who are going through it now, whatever it is. But self-reflect and actually see what your values are and then try to find people who are aligned with that versus just finding somebody who you think is Prince Charming and, and because of that, you're going to go with him <laughs> because, oh, that will lead to my happily ever after. Happiness is an inside job. Yes. And then from within, you finding out what you value and what makes you happy, you can find somebody else that aligns with that. So you won't have to be trying to do stuff. You won't have to be trying to connect or get along like that. It'll be natural. And then the things that happen in your relationship that are speed bumps will be through life, just normal things, you know? I don't think people really get that. Like, your relationship isn't supposed to cause you stress. <laughs> and you're, like, that's not a thing. Like, you can decide the stressors that you have mm -hmm. by deciding the partner that you choose. That's all I got on that one. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about, like, people may use the example of our elders as to why it's put on a pedestal. Like, well, basically, you didn't really have, like, single elders. Like, they were, mm. they were married, a lot of them. And I would say, the, yeah, that was a different time. We're not going back to those times, so get with the times and the future. <clears throat> And also, no longer serving us. <laughs> <laughs> and also, yes, that was an expectation, like especially within religion. And how many people were going against the norm then? You know, like definitely during the free love hippie movement. <laughs> but um, he's in love. You know, but uh, and that might have been a time where people were questioning the systems that exist. You know, uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. like. That was the expectation. And sometimes it was, you know, within the context of who your family wanted for you with women, you may not have had much of a choice in that. They were able to take care of you and provide for you. And that, and that's what it was like. We cannot base our current relationships nor our future relationships on past relationship examples because our world has drastically changed from then. So why is that the one thing we're holding on to? Right. Everything else has changed. Why Why are we holding on to that? A lot of these... Uh, and it's rose-colored glasses. Yeah, Sorry, baby. It's rose-colored yeah. glasses. It was not all that happily ever after shit. You know how many people was cheating and shit? <laughs> Just about to talk about it. You yep. know? It's like... <laughs> This this fantasy land of like things were so perfect. They never cheated. They mm. never had any problems or difficulties or challenges. Uh, they never split up or any of those other things. Those are just things that weren't mentioned. It's just now we're in the age of transparency. And again, divorce wasn't really an option back then. Right. You knew what it was. It was like, well, this is as good as it gets. And again, there were a lot of people who had open marriages. Mm -hmm. Whether it was a don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah, that was usually what it was. It was like, don't embarrass me. Don't bring nothing home. respectfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check out Rocky's reactions. I will be doing a reaction video to that very concept. <laughs> That's why I plugged it. Hey. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah, y'all check that out. Oh, that's on YouTube, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, people have babies showing up on the doorstep all the time. Like, y'all need to see reality. But, all right, let's take a pause. Okay. Before we get to our, our either or both and segments. Yes. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening Thank with you. us thus far. Yes. We will be right back with more. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Peace. And love. For now. Welcome back. Yes, people. We're back. <laughs> All right. So it's our either or both and segment. So remember, uh, I won uh, the coin toss of our two side segments. Oh. So I will be answering first. Uh, but I will wait on my elaboration uh, after until after you answer yes or no. Yep. Okay? So let's get to it. So the first question is, can you be forever single and have a fulfilling life? Yes or no? I say yes. I say yes. Yeah. All right. So my yes. I wasn't even going to be that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My my yes is uh, because at 25, I had already met Onaje, and we had the context of monogamy, so monogamy wasn't working with us. Um, but basically, I had this man who aligned with so many of my values and my vision for life, and I was like, it's not working with him. So at that point, you know, I have two degrees. I'm in, I'm a professional. Like, I was looking at my value in the marketplace, and I was like, is is looking slim y'all so at 25 i accepted and it was a hard acceptance like i was crying it was it was not pretty you know but i accepted not finding a life partner dun, dun, dun. blasphemy yes <laughs> and in that acceptance i was like well okay if that's how my life is going to play out i refuse to have an unfulfilling life just because of that and that's where I started looking outside of romance. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have my friendships. I'm going to have my community. I'm going to have my work family. I'm going to have my chosen family. I'm still going to have children. I want pets. Like, I was like, oh, no, we're going to make sure I am fulfilled in all other areas, types of love. And I'm investing in those to make sure that I have a fulfilling life and I can have my happily ever after by my damn self. But not really, because just because you're not in a romantic relationship doesn't mean you alone. Okay, then. But all right, that that was that was mine. So yes, you can. What's we'll you? <laughs> well, my philosophy comes from where I think I get my confidence, my um, overall just ability to believe in myself is self love, y'all. I really do preach this, and for real, it's. It sounds cheesy, and it's on Hallmark cards and commercials, and it's used to sell people shit, but, like, self-care, self-love is legit. If you can love and appreciate yourself, spend time with yourself. Date yourself. You'll you understand, for real, what it is. Like, I love me way too much to allow someone else who is not an addition to my life. And when you get to that point... Yeah, everything else is like the cherry on top. You don't got to worry about your Sunday. You always have your Sunday. Your Sunday is with you all the time. If you see a nice little cherry, a nice little, you know, cherry, <laughs> then you, you might tell her, hey, hop on, this, hop on this ice cream real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if not, you keep it pushing. You still got your Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look at it. You the Sunday. Start acting like it. 
Talk about it. <laughs> All right, next. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you buy a home with a bunch of friends? Yes or no? I would say yes. Hell no. I understand you know. <laughs> oh no, I didn't say no. I, well, you know what I said? You said hell, hell no. no. Uh, so I would say yes in the realm of possibilities. Duh. Um, Doctor Strange that over here. I, yes, that <laughs> I would just you know to have that community. Um, however, I do appreciate silence in the house by my damn self. So. Maybe at some point in my life, I would want to live in like a, a community space uh, at home with a bunch of friends. But at some point in my life, I may also just want a condo by myself. <laughs> Those sound like different answers to me. <laughs> it's different times in my life, you know, when I need more support and I need people around more. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. But okay. when I'm like the kids are gone and I'm just by myself. Yeah, I would enjoy that piece, you know, but but it depends like because when, when I'm super older, like, you know, elder age, then I may want to be around people like it just depends, Okay. you know, but what say you? So I was looking at it from the perspective of financial liability and I don't know, at least of the friends that I have at the moment, mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody's in that same space financially. And then I also think about people growing. I know people, people mm-hmm. change. So you can say you all down for this right now, but then if something else happens that drastically shifts your perspective, say you get into a romantic relationship, then you <laughs> might want to put your resources otherwhere, uh, other uh, in other place. Mm-hmm. So then I'm left picking up those pieces. That's a very valid point. So that's why I wouldn't do it, um, because I would need that commitment, commitment and security. And yeah. honestly, I don't feel comfortable asking for that commitment from a friend because. In the in the what in the way that I operate friendships, I'm not very super attached to friendships. As in, like we have to spend every mm-hmm. week together or anything else like that. Much less every day. Yeah. So I don't require that type of commitment mm-hmm. when it comes to a house where I would be seeing you that much yeah, that, right. and that frequently. Mm-hmm. So for me, it just wouldn't match the vibe. I I couldn't see myself doing that at all now if we had like a studio space or something like that where we have a specific purpose and we know what we're doing mm-hmm. i'm all down for that got you got you yeah I, I definitely get your your point about finances and again just like you would do homework <laughs> before committing to a house with your romantic partner you would do that with friends I would too <laughs> like that's come on people <laughs> i would hope <laughs> like it but... is an investment you know um just do your homework, please. Like, just. <sighs> and then the other thing is, like, if you are one of those people who are single, and then let's say you do meet somebody, mm-hmm. if everybody in that house is on the philosophy of like, yeah, we're all single, and that's why we're in this position. The moment somebody else gets out of that, mm-hmm. they're gonna feel a riff immediately. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? I think it would have to be like committing to be single. Like, I know a lot of people, and that's hard. A lot of women, especially, are getting older in age, and it's just like. It's, it's not happening. So it's like, now I'm committing to being single. Like, I'm not dating. Like, I'm just, this is my life, so I'm going to enjoy it type of thing. And I know a lot of people um, who are starting to embrace that. Mm-hmm. So, like, with those people, that's when I would be like, okay, we can we can commit to this. And, again, I'm not in this position, so I, it, right. you know, I but if I was at my 25 and it didn't work out with mm-hmm. non-monogamy with us, like, I would be considering this because it's like, yeah, um, like I, I would definitely need 
a level of my own space because yeah, I do have different platonic energy versus romantic energy as far as spending every day together. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't spend every day with my friends. Love y'all, but I can't. Um, so give me a week, so, bro. You know, like <laughs> weekly, biweekly, monthly depends on who you are, how we how we connect. It's just it's just a thing. Every day ain't coming. But uh, but yeah, so. It would definitely depend on a lot of factors, mm-hmm. but I could see a point in my life where I could see it beneficial. As far as buying a home, that's a very permanent decision. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't align in my life currently, but I can see how it could for other people. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not a go for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you're in that position, as long as you thought it out and you've done your due diligence, you know. hey, do your thing. All right, last question. All right. Would you raise children and co-parent with friends? Yes or no? Oh, my bad. Yes. <laughs> uh, I would actually do this. This is ironic that I would yeah. do this, and but not buy a house. Maybe it's because of the way I view it. But So it was yes? Yes, okay. I would. All right, so, and this is why I would say I would consider buying a home. Because, like, if I'm single, but yet I want children, so mm. single by choice, a single mom by choice, like, yes, I would need assistance. You know, I would need support. And it's like, if, if we all have children and we're depending on each other for that support and mm-hmm. for that co-parenting and having a village and community parenting style, like, I could definitely see that benefiting all of us. Mm. You know, and that's, and that's the context that I was, I didn't want to speak on it in that point because mm. I was going to get to it. But that's the context where I could see it definitely working out. Um, we're stable, we're secure. Again, it, it's, it is a family. Like I could definitely see it working out and it's not so much stress as being a single parent. Like I could definitely see that working out. Um, and would definitely recommend that to people who are single parents, like consider that, you know, if there's a bunch of single parents and again, you gotta be committed to being that support system. Because, like, if you move, you know, if you do get in a romantic relationship and then that support is, is taken, like, that is, that's a commitment in and of itself, you know? Mm. So, something to think about. But what say you? Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't looking at it from that perspective necessarily. So, in regards to children, I would say, yeah, this is in, like, another space where I'm not in the position where I am now within the relationship, within our relationship. So, if I was single out there... And kind of like on this, I don't want to get married, but I want to have a family mm-hmm. perception, which is kind of like where I am with not with you, not in, in totally, but like marriage in the in the traditional sense. I think we talked about this before in that episode. I don't know which one, but it's like I don't view marriage as like a big deal. I view it as a business decision. So that's why I'm saying check out our episode "Myths of Marriage" there available is. in the description <laughs> below. <laughs> there it is. Good, Um Because. <laughs> Too many episodes. You've done a lot, y'all. Too many. Too many. Uh, um, but I don't think I would be able to do that just because the only way I would be able to do that is if we committed to each other in that arrangement outside of anything mar- marital and we committed to growing a family together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within that, I can see buying a property uh but yeah, so many details would have to be worked out, which is probably why I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, to be real, it's just a lot for a human being to commit to all of that throughout their lives for for at least a significant chunk of their lives without 
some changes some changes happening and then some perspective shifting that might cause them to not no longer want to do that in that way. And I again, a lot of it's coming from a place of I don't want to stop anybody from living their lives because mm-hmm. I feel like at the moment I'm living my life to the fullest that I can mm-hmm. and I want that for other people. Mm-hmm. So it's not even from a like domineering, oppressive point of view. Yeah, it's no. from a more, yo, are you sure? <laughs> but, but I would say you questioning that, you understanding the level of commitment that that takes, that exists in romantic relationships. Mm. So why can't that exist in platonic? Yes, you have to consider other factors that mm. you may not have to consider with romantic. Like, for instance, what if you get in a romantic relationship? You That's know? really the biggest thing. And, yeah. and because I'm, 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 I'm pro-partnerships. Mm-hmm. I'm pro-happy and healthy partnerships and whatever like they look like as long as they're again happy healthy mm-hmm. uh and you can communicate amongst them mm-hmm. i'm for that across the board so if my friend meets someone and there's a potential for that but then that would shake up our situation i wouldn't feel right even like you know having to negotiate out of that situation in order for them to get their their happiness from um, their partner I just don't. I don't like. I don't like the idea of that uh, period. So I would rather just keep it between someone who I know I'm gonna build with, and is committed to our family, prior prior than to any partner or anything happening. Mm-hmm. And we've discussed that rather than it being like a, yo, this is all my. I'm lonely. Uh, I don't got no friends. I want a family. That's different then I want a family with you for this reason, that reason. I'm committed. If this happens, then I would do this. If that happens, I would do that. And again, I, I think that commitment can happen between friends. You it just can. have to take that commitment as serious as you would romantically. It can. You know? <laughs> to that point, you can marry your friends. Those benefits that are afforded to couples that aren't afforded to single individuals, you can marry your friends. It is a business contract, okay? There's no... Like definitive, this has to be romantic be love. This has, you have to have sex. You have to have a uh, intimacy. Although platonic intimacy does exist, because um, honestly, yeah, like you love is a new concept to marriage anyway. You, exactly, <laughs> like you don't have to have that to be married. So, like, hey, we're gonna get married, so we're afforded these benefits. Same sex marriage is legal now, so you can do that. Yeah, um, and then we're gonna buy a house together, raise our kids together. Like that is an option. That is a possibility in the realm of possibilities, and you can choose it if it works for you. Yeah, it just has to work for you, and make sure that if you do explore that option, that you explore the options within that, like the consequences yes. of that option, um, of that option being fully fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Like just go over stuff. Yeah. And if you feel a hesitation to go over something because you think that might mess up the deal, that's probably the exact example you need to give. Exactly. <laughs> you need to like have that conversation. The thing you need to address. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, I think there are more ways to live this life than the boxes that but have been these programmed into modern exactly. <laughs> boxes. And I think, you know, it depends. Not everybody wants romantic relationships, you know, so. Yeah, especially if you like that. If, like, you just know. Like, you know how some people know they are I mean, it's asexual. Ro- yeah, it's aromantic people. They, that, yep, mm-hmm. Exactly. I was just about to say that. that if, you're, if you know you like that, then yo, mm-hmm. get the friendship house popping. You know. What you waiting on? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's not one way, y'all. We can use the system to be our bitch and get these benefits. We can also change the system. That's also an option, yes. which I'm with. 
Which is why I always say know yourself. Because if you know that you're not that type of romantic, lovey-dovey person and you actually enjoy friendships over that mm-hmm. but still want the family aspect, mm-hmm. that comes from hella self-reflection yes. and awareness. Mm-hmm. You can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, well, I broke up with him. I'm sad. I'm going with all my girlfriends and we're going to buy a house yeah, this and fuck these niggas. This ah, this and not yeah, nah, you're going to end up this fucked is up. intentionally choosing it. <laughs> Don't do that shit. Because it's what you want. <laughs> right. Not. I got hurt and, and I'm effects. a reactionary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got hurt, so now I'm going to do this. No. No. Not talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> you know, but you can be single and have a happily ever after. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Happiness starts with you. Yeah. So, hey. Mm-hmm. Make your own happily ever after. Exactly. Because <laughs> when you're in charge of it, that story never stops. anything else Brad? that's it great show thank y'all for listening appreciate you listening don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel we are trying to get these numbers up y'all if you are listening to the show and you have not subscribed to the youtube channel yo what you doing (laughs) what you doing and again if you don't even have to watch our videos i mean that would be appreciated right please subscribe that just just helps us towards monetization you know because that will give us more than the podcast. Subscribing is so, free. Right now. Subscribing is yeah. free. You just click a button. And again, exactly. you don't even have to watch our videos. If you're listening, you already seen, you've already heard the yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to repeat, cool. Ooh, but if you want to see our beautiful faces, go ahead and look at some videos. We <laughs> are going to start putting our full podcast videos on our YouTube channel. Yes. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. So you can see the whole show yes. of us goofing around. Mm-hmm. So I, I know you hear my goofy voice, but then you get to see my goofy face. <laughs> But all right, beautiful people, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky. And your boy, Elso. You have a beautiful day. Take care of you. All right. Peace. And love. Always. We out. And you know this. Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs>